Onceers, it's spoiler time for Once Podcast. I'm Hunter Hathaway. And I'm Jacqueline. And let's get into episode 720. Is this Henry Mills? Ronnie enlists Lucy's help to wake Henry and stop Gothel, but things don't go as planned. Meanwhile, Rogers and Weaver go to Margot in hopes of freeing Tilly before her magic can be used to power the spell. In a flashback, young Henry struggles to decide what path to follow until a mysterious phone call helps put him on track. This episode is written by Dana Horgan and Leah Fong and directed by Ron Underwood. Okay, so here's a quick question. The magic that's being used to power the spell. I mean, Gothel's planning to kill all of mankind again, right? That's what that's what so. magic she <laughs> Okay, good. I mean, not good, but like I'm I'm glad that I still somewhat understand the plot of last week <laughs> cuz <laughs> I was I was looking at this going, yeah, but what spell? And then I remembered, oh right, she's like a world killer. Yeah. But we do have some guest stars this week. Yes, we do. All right, so back, finally, since uh, the first episode of this entire season, is Jared Gilmore as young Henry. We also have Beverly Elliott here as Granny, Emma Booth as Gothel slash Eloise Gardner, Rose Reynolds as Alice slash Tilly, Tierra Scoveby as Robin slash Margot, Daniel Francis as Dr. Facilier slash Mr. Samdi, and Jeff Pierre as Prince Naveen slash Drew. Yeah. And some other people who apparently don't get their names put in press releases anymore. Right? Did you notice that last week? Because yeah. I was like, who are all these people? We didn't get to talk about any of them. Right. And we actually talked about how weird it was that Gothel's family wasn't anywhere in the press release. And we were like, well, maybe they don't have speaking roles. But nope, nope. They definitely had speaking roles along with a whole bunch of other people. Exactly. Maybe they It was just- weird. It's the end of the show. You can tell they don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry um, to say they really like this. Okay. This is a four lines for the synopsis. Four lines. Yeah. ABC's promotional department, I think, has kind of just letting once die. You know, we yeah. we didn't have photos last week. Um, no. It's a they are they aren't putting out press. Uh, sorry, not press releases. Uh, sneak peeks anymore. I don't nope. I can't even remember the last sneak peek we got. Normally Hunter and I don't talk about them because they don't come out until after we record, but they literally haven't come out at all in weeks. What about even Canadian promos? Yeah, there's no Canadian promos. Um I mean Adam usually did right Adam usually did script teases, but he hasn't done them in forever. So, maybe we'll get one for the series finale. Adam, if you're listening, Hunter and I need one final script tease to give these lovely people. For us to act out. Right. I mean, it has to be like two words for each and something like, hi, bye. I mean, because that's that's the kind of drama people expect from Hunter and I at this point. (laughs) So let's get into this promo. Yeah. Okay. It tells, not that it tells you a lot, but a lot happened. Yes. In this promo. And I actually, because... When I type out all the notes and stuff and I go through it, usually there's like six, five seconds at the end where it's just all like the screen for the show. <laughs> this time it went all the way up to three seconds. Oh. So they actually, yeah, they actually packed a lot into this promo more than they normally do. It opens up by Lucy talking. I'm calling her Regina, Ronnie. As you should. <laughs> I'm Sorry. like, okay. 
But Lucy's talking to Regina, and she's like, true love's kiss didn't work, because I guess she's talking about Henry and Jacinda. And, um, but Gothel arrives. She, like, walks up on them and says, Henry's belief is gone, and there's nothing they can do to bring it back. But when you listen to this promo a couple times, you'll hear that there was a cut in there. Mm. Like, I could hear it in the... So, I don't know if they cut some of what she said out to make it shorter to fit in the promo, but it was a sloppy editing job, whatever it was. But I did hear that sound cut. So, then we move on to Rogers, and he sits down with Weaver, or Mr. Gold, or Rumple, whatever you want to call him, because Rogers is still asleep, and he wants to know what the hell is going on in this town. I don't know, but we have, apparently... Abilities to wake people up that do not involve right. true love's kiss. So somebody please wake him up already. Like, what is this? <laughs> wake him up. <laughs> but if they wake him up, is maybe we were not doing it because of the poison heart? No, because that didn't, that wasn't like a, a curse specific affliction. That was something that Gothel just put on him so that he and Alice like couldn't be physically together. But right, like but we what I'm saying is if they wake him up, would he then have to would his cur- heart be cursed again? Like you know how it put a hold on Henry's poison? Right, but it's it's a very it's different. It's two different poisons. I mean, and Hook, Hook is able to like watch Alice from a distance in the enchanted forest even after his heart was cursed. So like just wake him up. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, would you rather have a human mundane detective Rogers who, like, has no idea what's going on? Or would you rather have Captain Hook who could, like, swashbuckle something? <laughs> <laughs> I want Captain Hook. This is an easy decision. And, I mean, this is coming from someone who isn't the biggest Hook fan. No, wake him up already. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but then Weaver, Gold, Rumple, whatever, tells him that everything in Henry's book is real. And then it cuts to Rogers holding a gun up, and he's in some cave, and I had to screenshot this, and it looks like it's Weaver and Margot. Well, yeah, and I, I think they're probably looking for Tilly. Yeah, that's what I think so. Uh, let's see, what's next? Oh, yes, Regina asks Henry if he wants to believe but he still insists that they aren't fairy tale characters, which I'm sorry, he's got to have at least some belief by now. Well, here's my question. Even though True Love's Kiss didn't work, how is Henry justifying that blood test? And the glass slipper, and th- they had to have shown him the sh- granny shirt and the picture of him and Regina. Like, <laughs> right. There like- has to be, he can't just be like, but we're not fairy tale characters. There has to be something in his head going, you know, maybe. Right. I mean, you know, okay, so True Love's Kiss didn't work. I'm sure there are reasons for that. But, like, all this other evidence, like, come on, Henry. Right. So Regina then goes and attacks Gothel with a bat. Yeah, she does. (laughs) But... Gothel doesn't even look, just holds up her hand. It's like, poof, magic, and yeah, Regina goes to the ground. Uh, Let's see. Oh, in the caves again, there's a big fight. I see Rogers punch that other cop that's helping her who's under that spell. Mm -hmm. Someone gets tossed. I think it's Weaver. I don't know. Like, everything was cutting really fast, and I even had a hard time trying to find figure out who's who. Right. 
And then we see Lucy, I'm going to guess, shuts, slams the door in Henry's face. Yeah, I thought so too. So I don't know what's going on there unless Lucy's just really upset that True Love's kiss didn't work. I don't know. And then there's this phone call. Yep. So this phone call, let's talk about this. They make it look like Henry, in today's age, is calling Henry of years past. That's mm. how the promo looks. But you know that it's not, it can't be happening. Well, yeah, young Henry, Henry gets a phone call that's from adult Henry. We're doing a time travel thing, guys. But are you sure? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm like 99.99999% I mean, sure. makes it look like that. The promo definitely makes it look like that. But I hate time travel. There's too much to think about. Yeah, well, it it helps explain a little bit why when they were back shooting the last couple episodes of the season, why people were reporting that Jared and um, Andrew, who plays adult Henry, were in scenes together because nobody could figure that out. And so it's going, oh, we're doing some sort of time travel thing. Um, and I think that also is going to explain why they are time traveling and realm jumping because none of us could also figure out why we were suddenly in the wish realm. Um, so I, I don't know if Jared is going to keep playing young Henry or if he's actually going to play young Henry from the wish realm, which is, <laughs> I mean, why not at this point? Um but yeah, there is definitely some sort of timey-wimey hijinks about to happen, I think. I don't like it, but whatever. Well, I just, I kind of think the last two episodes just need to be wrapping up whatever story is left from this season. So getting rid of yeah. Gothel, sending Facilier on his way, um, and then it should really just be family and character focused. I don't want something super tricky, something super like realm jumping and time travel and magical objects galore. I I don't want that. I'm a little worried we're heading that way. It's like they can't even change it. It's already done. <laughs> this is true. But um young Henry, it looks like he's preparing for his high school graduation. Yep. He's got on a a gown. Yep. But we got some photos this week. Yep. And so we are back in the flashback the same, around the same time that Henry was leaving Storybrooke back in the very, very beginning of the season. So we know that he left Storybrooke wanting to take some time off to go find his story. In the promo, we do see him in the high school graduation gown. So the photos show him touring Ithaca University. So he... He obviously thought about college, and if I had to guess, I would say that he got the phone call from adult Henry um, probably after he toured college and he was still really struggling about what he wanted to do, and then suddenly there was this phone call from his adult self saying, no, no, you need to get on an enchanted motorbike and go to this other realm. <laughs> In order for your story to pan out, this is what you need to do. <laughs> right. Um so, yeah, the photos show Henry at Ithaca University. He is talking to another boy in a couple of the stills, who's probably the tour guide, I would imagine. Yeah, it looks like it. They're standing next to a sign that says, like, Freshman Drama Club. And then 
um, there's are several photos of Regina by herself at the university and Regina with Henry. It's raining very heavily because they all have umbrellas. Yes. Okay. I don't know what school you went to, but my school, it did rain a lot. We did not carry umbrellas. That's what rain jackets are for. This is very non-college to me. Um, I mean, it definitely rained a lot. I mean, I went to school in Ohio. We have so weather. I. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I mean, we, we had rain jackets, but I remember carrying an umbrella because you didn't want your head to get wet. That's what the rain jacket was for, because I walked all over my campus and uh, between getting on the, the shuttles and everything like that, no one carried umbrellas. I feel like I, I had was, an umbrella. See, I also lived where I went to school in Ohio. It was very flat, so it was very windy. So mm. that might have had something to do with it, because umbrellas didn't last very long there. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But Henry and Regina definitely both have umbrellas. Yes, their hair is pristine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they spent hours in a hair and makeup trailer and they couldn't get that ruined. Exactly, because it would it would look really bad on camera and everything would be melting on their face. Yep. <laughs> so that's all we have for you guys. Yep. It's not much anymore, sorry. But um, I'm Hunter. You can follow me on Twitter at Traveling Pixie. And I'm Jacqueline. You can follow me on Twitter at Punk underscore Bunny underscore 87. Until next time, Wincers. Oh.